Hello, today I am sharing with you disaster relief programs for small business. How to get your business prepared uh, for the event, if in the event a disaster, a natural disaster were to happen and how to access funding to support your business uh, during a disaster. So I'm going to be giving you updates on the COVID IDLE program payments. We're going to talk about deferments, if there's a forgiveness program, um, and the hardship program that is available through the Small Business Administration, which is the SBA. Okay, this is important information because hundreds of thousands of small business and entrepreneurs received uh, COVID idle loans. And so you need to know what's happening in that space and also know what other programs that the SBA has to support your business. Also know that because of COVID, uh, there are other organizations and companies coming together to start programs that are going to, again, help you better prepare for a natural disaster and also give you funding to be able to do it. So I'm going to be talking about one of those programs, which is a partnership between the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and FedEx. OK, so I'm going to be sharing that information with you. Again, welcome to She Boss Talk Studios. I am Shantae Arati. This year, our theme is financial freedom. Financial freedom for women, financial freedom for everyone. And if you're going to, uh, uh, if you're going to achieve financial freedom in your business, if you're going to scale and build wealth in your business, you have to be prepared, well positioned in your business to to be able to withstand a disaster, so your business doesn't go out of business and you can continue to thrive or at least sustain until the disaster is over with. So that is the focus of today's uh, video. So the first thing that I'm going to talk share with you are updates on the COVID idle program. Again, hundreds of thousands of you all received an idle loan. So this is not regarding the idle grant. Idle grants were many thousands received those. Those are not uh, anything that needs to be paid back. That is what we consider free money is yours. Uh, you don't, uh, no obligations regarding those, but there were many who received an idle loan. So if you are one of those that did receive an idle loan, please let me know uh, in the comments because there's been some updates uh, from the SBA. Last I talked about the idle program, uh, there were, I had talked about the third uh, set of uh, or iteration of deferments that were given by the SBA. Uh, and this was done to, ex to help small businesses that receive the disaster loan uh, to not, to be able to get their businesses back where they were to help you. They did not want you to be overburdened by extra payments on the on your idle loan so they deferred it uh and so the last uh extension of the deferment was for 30 months from the date of your your loan so your that's considered your loan origination date uh the sba deferred it that means that you do not have to pay uh on your payments every month however that doesn't mean that uh, that you don't have to ever pay, it would most likely be added onto the back of your loan, which they consider a balloon payment. But it provides you relief right now so you can build your business back up to the point that you're making money, then you can have the time at least 36 months or three years to then pay it back. So it's so important that you know what your loan origination date, if you have an idle, uh, a COVID idle loan or any idle loan for that matter, or any loan, Know your loan origination date so that you can count count the, the, the months so you know when you're within the months. You should also be receiving uh, regular communications from the SBA. And on the S SBA's website, they have information. We'll be going there in just a second uh, regarding uh, contact information, what you need to know, where you need to submit your payments to, and all this other information that I'm sharing with you all today is on the SBA website at sba.gov. So please always make sure you are going to the correct website, the government's website. There still continues to be uh, a lot of misinformation regarding this program and other programs, which is why I'm on today, um, because I just don't want small business owners to be taken advantage of because somebody is telling you that you can get something, you can pay them for something and get results that you are not going to get. Get access to program that, programs that don't even exist, okay? If they exist, I know about them. 
And people often come to me and ask and say, somebody sent me this information. Is this true? Uh, can I apply for this? Do you know about this program? And again, if I don't know about it, most likely it is not a, a real program. So please, again, be careful about people that are misinforming you uh, for the intent to take advantage of you. So I'm going to pull up again. We're first going to talk about COVID idol. Then I'm going to talk about the SBA's other idol program. This is the economic injury disaster loan programs in the event of a disaster that you can take advantage of. So again, first I'm going to go to uh, COVID idol so we can share some updates and, uh, you know, discuss some of the misinformation that is out there. So this is the COVID uh, section where you can manage your loan, your loan. So you is your big red button here. You can manage. Uh, it has all the program information, view your loan balance, options for borrowers facing hardship. So we'll be talking about uh, those things today. So you can go do all of these things, manage your loan directly from the SBA website. They're going to direct you on where to go. And they clearly uh, inform us that this program is closed, has been closed uh, since they closed it mid uh, 2022. Okay, so they have those days outlined here, right? Notice COVID idle program is not accepting new applications, increased requests or reconsiderations at this time. They've been start, stopped doing that. They also mentioned again, what I mentioned before is regarding the deferment program. So they're stating here that due to the continued adverse effects of the pandemic, the SBA is providing a deferment period of 30 months from the date on the original note, right? That is your original origination date. Please make sure that you have your applications that you sign, keep those. Uh, too many times I hear people, you sign documents, you don't know where they are. You deleted them or you did not save them. It's so important to keep these things for your records, okay? Uh, and it's saying this deferment does not apply to non-COVID related uh, home and business loans. So COVID is a special loan program that was developed specifically for the COVID-19 pandemic. So this deferment extension is effective for all COVID-19 idle loans approved in the calendar years of 2020, 2021, and 2022. So interest will continue to accrue on the loans uh, during the deferment period. So it's important that you know that. Uh, and then the latest, it says that the de uh, more details and information about eligibility on how to defer the impact, uh, deferment impacts your future loan payments. You can be found under a procedural notice that the SBA issued on March the 15th. And it gives you more information as we scroll down on, again, viewing your uh, loan balance. You pay, make payments through the capital access financial systems. Uh, and you, you can visit sba.gov forward slash pay. And they're giving you that information. The important thing to know is that your options, if you are uh, an entrepreneur or business owner or nonprofit that is experiencing hardships, right? So we know even three years in uh, to COVID that there are still some uh, business owners that are experiencing financial hardship. So they're giving you instructions here of the benefit, okay? So, and they're at, again telling you, giving you the note that the 30 month, the 30 month COVID-19 idle deferment period will not be extended, okay? So that's, that's about three years. COVID-19 idle is not forgivable. So there, you may hear there's some people uh, around maybe in groups or posting or even maybe content creators that are saying that, you know, the COVID idol is forgivable, right? People have been asking me this since the beginning and we, we were hoping, uh, pushing for this to be forgivable. It has not yet been made forgivable and we're in 2023 and it's telling you on the website. So if anyone is telling you that they can help you get your idol loan forgiven, that is false information. They are outright lying to you. Do not give them any of your information. Okay, so it's not forgivable, but they do have a hardship accommodation plan that they outline right here on their website. So the SBA is offering a hardship accommodation plan for borrowers who are experiencing a short-term financial challenge. So borrowers eligible for this can... Um, for this plan may make reduced payments for six months. So interest, and again, they continue to say, and it's in bold, interest will continue to accrue, which may increase or create a balloon payment due at the end of your loan term. 
okay? So right now they're trying to give you breathing room because your hardship is right now, okay? So you may not be having this hardship. The, uh, hopefully, if you use our strategies and the tips and the resources and the networks, then you will be able to have the money you need to then pay, pay it off, okay? Sooner rather than later. Um, they're go over doing an overview of the terms bars are required to pay at least 10% of their monthly payment amount with a minimum of $25 for six months, okay? And during the hardship accommodation period, borrowers can voluntarily make larger payments. So that's at your discretion. The regular monthly payment amount will resume and be required after six-month hardship accommodation period ends, and borrowers may be able to renew your hardship accommodation plan if necessary. So know that if you need to renew, that option may be made available to you. So how do you um, get, enroll yourself in the uh, a hardship accommodation plan? Bars are eligible to enroll in this plan beginning 60 calendar days before their first payment is due. Again, so that's why you need to know your loan origination date so you know when your first payment is due. Okay? So if you're if you're on hardship uh, if you're on and still in deferment then there's no reason your payment is not even due, okay? So if your loan amount is less than or equal to 200,000 to enroll in the hardship accommodation plan, you create a CAFS account, which they have hyperlinked here, log into your account uh, within the system, hover over borrower and select borrower search, select the appropriate loan number and request a hardship accommodation loan uh, information page. So another thing that's important to know and have for record is your loan number. That is important. If your loan amount exceeds 200,000 to apply, you must contact the COVID-19 Idle Servicing Center at 800-853-5638. And I'll put that number information in the uh, comments of this video. You can, or you can email disastercustomerservice at sba.gov and include hardship accommodation plan in the subject line. That's important because I can tell you, people send me emails all the time with no subject. We don't know, even know what it is that you need help with because there's no subject or the subject is not even related to what your request is. So please make sure that you include hardship accommodation plan in the subject line and they will be they uh one of their loan specialists will call you regarding the requirements for additional financial counseling they have uh, more information below they offer free and low-cost counseling for small business owners these services may be able to help you renew your business plan identify opportunities to access capital and provide information on applicable tax benefits and other counseling services and so they have a link here uh, where you can link into your local office. So there are local SBA offices uh, around the country. So you have there, they have them all over every state. Um, and then uh, here is, there's more information down here. Uh, requesting a lien subordination or other service actions. They're telling you who to email uh, as well. I won't go through the emails. I'll drop them in the comments. I'll make sure this link to this page is in the comments. But it's important. So again, if you or even if someone you know has an idle COVID idle loan and is experiencing a temporary short-term financial hardship, uh, they, you and they can apply for uh, this special hardship accommodation plan program, okay? And borrowers, again, uh, will be required to pay at, at least 10% uh, of their monthly payment amount with a $25 minimum for six months. And you may have the opportunity to, re to renew as stated here on the website. So again, I'll make sure that you all have this as well. So again, let me just remind you that there is no idle COVID idle loan forgiveness program today. Okay, so I've been monitoring that for uh, a long time now. It has not happened. Uh, and I don't anticipate it happening. Doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but right now it hasn't happened. And please, if anyone is telling you that it has, it has not, don't be taken advantage of. Please don't let them take your money. We are, they're already businesses challenged and you definitely don't want some to lose uh, any amount of money to fraudulent people who are promising things that they cannot.
they cannot and will not deliver. I mean, I can't say that enough because business owners get taken advantage of every day by scammers and spammers in comments of our videos and other videos of content creators. Uh, they make a career at this uh, because they know small businesses are vulnerable. So it, if they get to you, you're going to be harder hit than if they scammed a multi-million dollar, a billion dollar business. It just has a greater impact on small business owners. These things happen every day. Okay. So that's COVID idle, COVID idle special program. Now I want to discuss, share with you the SBA's regular idle program that has been in existence for many, many years. This is available for natural disasters. Like there's natural disasters that, that happen every single day around the United States and around the world. They're happening right now. There's floods, there's hurricanes, cyclones. I mean, if you're watching the news, you see this. But the thing is, is that business owners are impacted, right? If your business is operating in uh, in an area where there's mass flooding and you have a retail shop and your, and your shop is flooded out and damaged, then that may qualify you for a disaster uh, loan uh, program, right? If there are wildfires and your, your shop is caught in the path of a wildfire, uh, then there's loan programs to be able to help you uh, be able to recover and to rebuild or to repair uh, any of the damage. So I'm going to show you that uh, here. And again, uh, the great thing about it is all of this information is on the SBA website, but sometimes it's, you know, it's hard for people to navigate and find things. So I'm telling you exactly where to go to get it. And I'm giving you an explanation of what these programs are and how you can use it to your benefit, whether you need it now or later. The best thing you can do is always be prepared. You, what you don't want to happen is a disaster happens and you are not prepared meaning that you don't know about these programs or you are uninsured, you don't even have the proper insurance. So please make sure that you look into making sure you have proper insurance. So many, so many businesses could have been saved had they had proper insurance uh, at the time that, that COVID happened or at the time any of these other uh, disasters happen. And it's important to know what type of insurance you have and if it's going to have the benefits that you need it to have so that when these things happen, uh, it's a non-factor, it's a non-issue for you, okay? So let me share my screen and we're gonna talk about the other disaster programs. So again, it may not be you today, but it may be someone you know today. And so they need this information. So this is, again, the economic injury disaster loans. These are non-COVID related, okay? So for all other types of disasters, this is what it looks like. Let me just make sure the screen is sharing. Yes, it's here. Uh, so here we are. Uh, and along the left-hand side here, you see disaster loan assistance. It says federal disaster loans for business, private nonprofits, homeowners, and renters, right? So business owners and nonprofits are also homeowners and renters. So know that you have options for both. We get many of people contacting us about disaster relief for homeowners and renters and, and help in that regard. So again, know what programs are out there and available, and this is one of them. So it says, if you have suffered from a substantial economic injury, meaning it had to have a, econo a substantial economic or financial impact to your business. That's what an in uh, injury is, a negative impact to your business. And are one of the following types of businesses located in a declared disaster area, you may be eligible for SBA economic injury disaster loan, which is referred to as idle. Now you must be in a declared disaster area. So you can find out if it's been declared, right? So even during COVID, not all states were declared as a disaster area at one time, right? So it take it may take time. It may take a couple days, a couple, uh, a couple weeks. Usually it takes days, right? For them to determine uh, the impacts of the disaster and if it's be if it's been declared a disaster area and you can click and find out. So it's easy to be able to determine if, if it is or it isn't, okay? So you must be a small business or small or agricultural cooperative or must be a private nonprofit organization, okay? So let's talk about the loan amounts and use. So substantial economic in 
injury means that the business is unable to meet its obligations and to pay its ordinary and necessary operational expenses. So IDLE provides the necessary working capital to help small businesses survive until normal operations resume after a disaster. So the SBA can provide up to $2 million to meet the financial obligations and operating expenses that could have been met had the disaster not occurred. So up to $2 million. Your loan amount will be based on the actual economic injury uh, that is determined and your company's financial need, regardless of whether the business suffered any property damage. That's important to know. Regardless of whether your business suffered any property damage. So you might've been thinking, oh, this only applies if my property was damaged. So they already explained that, no, that is not the case. Even if you had no property damage, okay? Eligibility in terms, the interest rate for idols will not exceed 4% per year. The terms of these loans will, loans will not exceed 30 years. The repayment term will be determined by your ability to repay the loan, okay? And idle assistance is available only to small businesses with, uh, with when SBA determines they are unable to meet credit otherwise, okay? A business may qualify for both idle and a physical disaster loan. So you may qualify for both. The maximum combined loan amount is $2 million. And so... If you scroll down again, you don't need to see everything on this page. The links will, are provided uh, and it has a hyperlink to where you can apply for your disaster loan, okay? Uh, you must submit a completed loan application and sign in dated IRS form 4506C, okay? Giving permission to the IRS to provide the SBA your tax return information. So many of you all became familiar with this form. I did a lot of videos, explainer videos on this form uh, because the SBA, you know, again, there's a lot of fraud. There was fraud before COVID. There'll be attempts of fraud after COVID so that they need to verify, again, the legitimacy of your business that you have filed tax returns. That is one of the main ways that they verify your business so it goes back to reminding you, if you are not filing your taxes, preparing and filing your taxes, then you need to do that, right? Uh, go do the, you know, prepare and file previous year's taxes and get caught up because is when, when things like this happen and you don't have those basic documents, then you're going to forfeit your, op your opportunity to be able to take advantage of a program like this. And that would be disastrous for your business. That basically means you're out of business. When had you had your taxes done and been able to uh, substantiate them for the I, uh, for the SBA, you could have had the financial resources uh, that you needed for your for your business to sustain during the disaster. And I'm saying this because of the thousands of businesses that they didn't have these basic documents completed, and they forfeited a lot of money. They forfeited billions of dollars simply because they did not file their tax returns, okay? So that just goes to show you how important it is. I don't care how much money you made in your business or the lack of money you made in your business. You need, we all need as businesses to be filing our tax returns, okay? So this is the SBA's Economic Injury Disaster Loan Program that is for um, all natural disasters and again, the, the, these funds are made available for you to apply for once the area has been declared a disaster area. So again, it's always easy to come to the website at sba.gov to uh, click on the, the to see if it has if your state or area has been uh, declared a disaster area. Okay, so I talked about COVID idle. Let me know if you all have questions. I see you all out there. Thank you so much, Nye, for dropping the links in the comments. I definitely appreciate it. And I know uh, our audience appreciate it. Uh, it's so important to share this information. You don't know how, how many businesses are challenged just because they lack information. Information is power. Or I would say information plus action is power because you it's not enough you have the knowledge if you don't take action on the on the knowledge that you have gained right but there's so much a lack of knowledge because there's people not a lot of people are sharing this information that's why i share it and that's why it's important for you to share it so that you can impact another business so that 
you know, they get the help that they need in their business. They are well prepared. Okay. So these are some of the federal programs do, that you may be even, even be able to find a uh, disaster programs uh, in your state, in your, in your local area, right? Again, go to those business agencies that are in your area. If a disaster happens and ask what is available uh, to you. Okay, as far as funding or any other resources to be able to help you to sustain your business. Okay, so uh, those are the federal programs. Before I get into the um, to the chamber program uh, with FedEx, the partnership with FedEx, um, I've shared this many times before, but I know many people haven't seen it or taken action on it. So this is your opportunity to take action on it today. But before I get to that, okay, there one of the last remaining. I just want to share again. Uh, some program COVID-related pro relief programs that are still available for you to benefit from. One is the child care stabilization grants, okay? So check your state uh, to see if they still have federal funding available or if your state has passed additional uh, funding bills. So many states have or did pass additional funding bills because they gave out a lot of grants. I know in the state of Ohio, I think the state of Ohio gave childcare providers over $200 million, okay, in grant money. That's money you don't have to pay back, but it's money that you, they're really strict on tracking it and your use of funds and reporting. So just be mindful of that. The grants that you get, what are the requirements even after you get the money? Uh, because, you know, if you don't meet the requirements, if you don't, if you're not a good steward, you don't manage the funds, you don't report on it. They will take that money back oftentimes, especially if it's a, from the government, okay? So you have to be mindful of the programs you apply to and what those requirements are uh, and, follow, and follow the instructions and the requirements as given so that uh, you're not held accountable to pay that money back and then not have it. And then it, that's a whole terrible situation uh, for you and your business and, you know, impacting the, you know, in, in um, you know, hindering your ability to make the impact that you want to make. That's why that's why we're in business. Okay, so that's what childcare providers, whether you're in home or you are a brick and mortar childcare uh, provider, and they also have block grants. So they have other grants too that are non-COVID related. Please again check with your state uh, for the childcare stabilization grants. Uh, contact your child uh, child and family services department or agency in your state. Uh, for more information on that, to see if it's still available and what other grants are available for you. That's child care providers, okay? So this is the biggest one that I'm going to remind you because, again, there's still uh, 7 out of 10 small eligible businesses do not know about the employee retention tax credit that is available for businesses. Uh, it, this is a two, 2020 and 2021 tax credit that's still available. Uh, there is a this, the time is ticking to be able to get it, okay? So you only have until 2025 to get help to see if you qualify and to file your claim with the IRS. And this is not an easy process. You need experts to help you do it. Uh, and experts deserve to be paid to do it, right? So we are we help you get up to $26,000 per employee. So what does that mean? You need to have W2 have had W2 employees in either 2020 or 2021. They cannot be 1099. Uh you as the business owner are excluded from the employee count and any family members are excluded from the from the employee count. So if you have a small business it's, an, it's only you and your family that's in, uh business owners then you would not qualify at this time unless or until they change the rules, okay? So the rules have been changed many, 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 many times. But unfortunately, many people are not aware. Many businesses aren't aware. Uh, many accountants aren't aware. Many attorneys and tax professionals aren't aware. So that means that oftentimes they're not properly informing you of your qualification for this program. So we have found that 90, over 90% of the time where someone was told they didn't qualify, they actually did, okay? Uh, and almost 100% of the time people came to us, no one told them that this program was even available, that they should see if they qualify. Basically, it literally takes five minutes to see if you qualify for this tax credit. And it's not a grant, as some people may be saying. So that's misleading. It is grant-like. 
Okay, so this is a refundable tax credit, which means that once you get this tax credit, you qualify, whatever amount you qualify for, you actually get that back in cash, right? So you in a check, in a form of a check that you can deposit and use in your business anyway, unrestricted, okay? That is a great benefit for small businesses that are still challenged, even ones that's making more money. Even if you didn't lose a revenue, you're losing profit. I talk to business owners every day. Yeah, I'm making more money, but all the costs have gone up. I'm not, I'm not making a profit in my business, right? And so I don't, I don't have the funds. I want to expand, but I don't have the funds to do it, okay? So here's your opportunity. This is money that your business qualified for is not a loan. It's not money that needs to pay, be paid back. It is your reward from the Treasury, U.S. Treasury Department for retaining your employees, okay? Up to $26,000 per employee. Now, we just helped a gentleman, very nice gentleman, who also referred us clients. We helped him get half a million dollars for his business, okay? So the way you have to wait like four, maybe to eight, four to eight months, right? The IRS is not really consistent, right? But that is a ballpark number uh, of months that you will need to wait. But know that it's like a bonus, right? That you can plan for and anticipate you will be getting that check in the mail to use any way you want in your business. You cannot use PPP any way that you want it in your business. There were specific uses. You cannot use idle any way you want it in your business, it was it was specific uses. This is uncapped, meaning there's no limit on funding. If you apply, you qualify, you're gonna get the money if you do it before the deadline date, okay? So what we don't want to happen, this is why I talk about this program is because what happens is, and what happened with IDLE, is that if you are not, you, and it happened with this program, they took back the fourth quarter. Because they were like, okay, small businesses aren't taking advantage of it. They're not using it. They must not need it. When that is not the truth. They need it. It was so complex and people just didn't know about it. You can't apply for something you don't know, you don't know exists. Or a lot of times it's too complex to navigate. And especially if you have cultural barriers, language barriers, technical barriers. Um, and it's just complex. It's more complex than PPP. It's more complex than the IDLE program was. And so you need experts that know what they're doing to help you access this credit. That's why we've been helping businesses since uh, late 2020 or 2021. We've been helping businesses get this credit. Now, early on, you cannot get the employee retention credit if you also got PPP. They changed the rules. That was a game changer. But people didn't go back to know that you could also have, get PPP and, get, and also get the employee retention tax credit. Okay, so but you can now it would impact your amount. So maybe your amount is lower. Right. But you don't know unless you try, unless you take the five minutes to see if you qualify. Right. Um, and when you when you apply through us. Okay. Or if you apply through us, it's going to tell you on average what based on the information you put in what you may get. Right. That's just a ballpark number. Know that your actual number is based on your actual information. That's what we re rely on is your actual information, your documentation. So your documentation, so you have to be able to prove or show that you paid payroll and you pay, paid employees, W-2 employees via payroll and you paid your payroll taxes, okay? This is some, not something you can go get a form off the internet and submit that. The IRS knows what you filed. So you had to have filed. I mean, believe me, these questions come up. Because when people hear there's money available, right, they want to see what they can do, even if it's illegal things. And you, I mean, we, I told you all the way through, you must do things above the board. Don't think you're going to submit uh, falsified documentation or documentation off the internet and the IRS is not going to know about it. It's, this is, you don't want to play with the IRS. So this is for businesses that actually qualified for them, had employees, paid them and paid taxes to the IRS. Now they're giving you a reward. They're giving you your money back, okay? And more than your money back, plus interest for the time you had to wait to get it, okay? So again, there's so many millions of businesses that qualify 
for this program. The ones that really don't know about it, really aren't taking advantage of it, let me tell you, are the ones that have the less employees. The majority of small businesses in the United States have 10 employees or less. Those are the ones that don't know about it. Those are the ones, if there are very few service providers that are helping. And the ones that are, many of them are saying that they won't even uh, help you if you don't have five employees or not. So someone may have told you you had to have five employees and say you only have three. And they said, well, you can't, you can't file. That is not true. You only need to have one, one W-2 employee. That's not you or a family member, okay? And for 2020, 2020, the year 2020, you can have no more than 100 full-time FTEs or full-time employees. And in 2021, you can have no more than 500 full-time employees. There is no minimum on part-time. So you can have a thousand plus part-time employees and still qualify for the credit. So what, why am I saying this? Because I'm dispelling a lot of the misinformation out there. And if you listen to misinformation, which some people have, then they don't apply because they just assume that they don't qualify, right? Or they feel like, oh, this is too good to be true. It sounds like it's too good to be true. PPP was good, too good to be true. Ida was too good to be true. This program launched at the same time as both programs. It just flew under the radar. There was not a lot of mention, not a lot of talk about it, but it's one of the best programs that was available and still remains today in 2023. But time is ticking. So I, I really... I ask you to tag a business owner you know you think you may qualify that has employees. Share this with them. Text it to them. Call them. Email them. Tell them to come watch this video. Send them our email at ERCsupport at shebosstalk.com, and we will help them see if they qualify and file for their credit. Yes, there is a fee. It's a lot of work. You're talking about qualified accountants, payroll people, attorneys, that a council that is helping to determine the, the amount that you qualify for. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of hours. That's why a lot of accountants don't, aren't doing it because they basically don't have the time. They don't have the time to work all of these files. That's why you need an expert team that their number one focus is helping businesses access this tax credit, okay? So, um, and we've partnered with many accountants and bookkeepers and tax professionals and other business consultants to get the word out and to help business owners be able to file for this. Also, I would encourage you also to not have the mindset that I don't want to deal with the IRS. I want to fly under the radar. So there, therefore, I'm just going to forfeit my money that they owe me. Who does that? But people do that. You need the money that you are entitled to, but you're going to forfeit it because you don't want to be on the IRS radar. And I can't tell you enough. If you are doing business right, you don't have anything to worry about. I don't care if the IRS sends me a letter telling me that they're going to audit me. All my bookkeeping is in order. All my records and receipts are in order. Here, IRS. But yes, I want my money. Best believe if I qualified for this credit, I would be I would have been the first in line, just like I was with PPP. I did not qualify for PPP when they first launched the program. It wasn't until Biden got into office and he changed the rules. And when he I knew immediately when they changed the rules that I would qualify for it. And guess what? I was one of the first ones that applied when the rules changed. Rules have changed, but many people didn't keep up. So don't forfeit your, your, your money that you're entitled to that the IRS wants to give you because you're just misinformed or you're scared of the IRS. You have to, you have to stay involved with the IRS anyway. You have to pre prepare and file your taxes anyway. You have to pay payroll taxes anyway. Why not get your money? Okay. So, you know, th these are sometimes no brainer things, but you know, people have different fears. So I'm here to help put you at ease. It's a real program, but what you want to be careful of, of who you're working with, because there's a lot of unscrupulous providers out here, people, fraudulent people that will tell you anything, sell you a dream, and they are not legitimate. They don't know what they're doing. They're not working in your best interest if they're doing anything, and they're only there to get your money. So that's why 
Uh, we don't even ask you for any money up front. You don't pay us until the IRS pays you. So there's no risk to you. There's more risk to us doing the work than there is. There's no risk to you. You you don't have to pay a service fee, not a, not a penny, not a dime, not a dollar until you receive your money. Okay. Now I can't speak for all providers. I can only speak for us. Okay. Because we are the best of the best that's out there. And there's people that went to other providers and came back to us because they said they missed something. They didn't get me, they didn't, they didn't file for my 2020 or they didn't file for my 2021 or they missed this or they missed that or they told me I didn't qualify. Okay, and they did, okay? So if you have a U.S. business, you qualify. There's no business that is exempt. I mean, even cannabis businesses that didn't qualify for PPP and IDLE qualify for this program, okay? That's cannabis, Cannabis is excluded from a lot of programs, okay? Another key thing to be mindful of with this program is for you, the startups. If your company started on or after February 15th of 2020, this program is for you, okay? You can qualify for up to $100,000. You, you can qualify for uh, 2021 first and fourth quarter, whereas everyone else it, uh, doesn't have access to the fourth quarter of 2021. So you have the ability to get up to $26,000 up to $26,000 per employee if you are a startup business and you started on or after February 15th of 2020, okay, you can get, um, again, up to $26,000 for every quarter uh, quarter through one, one through four. And I know businesses that they only had employees in third quarter and got it and may have gotten $20,000 just for third quarter, right? This is huge. This is huge stuff that I'm telling you, telling you all. Okay. So again, reach out to us. The email is in the comments, ERC support at SheBossTalk.com. And our team is ready to help you determine if you qualify and to file for that program. Now, lastly, before I close out, I'm going to tell you about the small business readiness program. And this is in partnership with uh, the uh, U.S. Chamber of Commerce and FedEx, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce uh, Foundation. Let me just make sure it's up here and you all can see it. Okay, so you see here U.S. Chamber of Commerce and affiliate. This is the foundation. You can look at other information they have, but it's clearly saying here the Small Business Readiness for Re Resiliency Program. So this was developed in partnership with founding sponsor FedEx. The Small Business Readiness uh, for Resilience Program is a multi-year initiative to support small businesses impacted by disasters. What disasters? National disasters, okay? So on the left-hand side, they have even contact information. If you have questions about this program, you can contact resilience at uschamber.com to, to learn more. They have a blog with information uh, for you. And then as you scroll down, there's more information on this program. And it's saying it's estimated that more than 30% of employers in the U.S. are based in coastal counties, areas, and most vulnerable hurricanes. Following Hurricane Harvey in 2017, nearly 1.4, um, 1.5 million employers and solopreneurs were impacted, right? Solopreneurs is not just employers and solopreneurs. As natural disasters increase in frequency and intensity, taking proactive measures to develop disaster preparedness and recovery solutions can be the difference between staying open and closing forever after a disaster strikes. So FedEx is saying they are proud to continue its long history of supporting small business resiliency and recovery. This multi-year commitment with the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Foundation allows us to contribute directly to small businesses that actively prepare for natural disasters, said Jenny Robertson, Senior Vice President of Integrated Marketing and Communications for FedEx. So how does it work? This program is designed to encourage preparedness and resiliency, as I just said. They want to ensure that all small businesses have what they need to deal with the impacts of a disaster in their community. So the R4R program provides resources and centers for small businesses to take action. So you know they want to give you money for taking action? Right? It was nothing but a word. They didn't have to ask me twice. I took action and I'm in the system. Okay? 
So they they even say up here that part of this program, the program helps small businesses prepare for the disaster and offer immediate relief funding for those prepared when a disaster strikes. So it's not you prepare after the disaster strike, you prepare before it strikes. And more than 100 grants of $5,000 each are expected to be distributed between June 2022 and May 2023. So again, it's multi-year. That's just up to May 2023, okay? So... This program, again, provides grants. One's complete the preparedness checklist. So they're giving you a checklist in English and in Spanish, right? So you can use it to make sure you are prepared for when a disaster strikes. Step two, you're going to fill out the application, which asks for details about you and your business. It's a simple application, and you submit it online. Step three, grants are awarded. So our team will monitor disaster declarations and individual home assistance uh, distinctions by FEMA. If your business meets the following criteria and is selected for a grant, they will reach out to you. So the following criteria, your business is located within an area impacted by a declared disaster, which you can easily find out. It's hyperlinked there. And your application was submitted before the disaster occurred. So why do I say that? Because you should get your applications in today. So you are already in the system. And you can get the support you need if a disaster happens in your area. Eligibility, in, uh, to be eligible to receive a grant from the Small Business Readiness and for, uh, for, uh, for Resiliency Program, the business must meet the following criteria. So you must have fewer than 500 employees. That's most of us. Review the emergency preparedness checklist for your small business. Have at least one physical or online business location within the United States. Physical or online. United States or its territories, Puerto Rico, Guam, North um, Marianas, uh, U.S. Virginia Islands, and America, Samoa. Have a valid employee identification number. How many of you all still don't have those EIN numbers? That can cost you the ability to get a grant in the, in the event that there's a disaster. Go get your EIN numbers. Uh, that's your business tax ID. Not to be part of a franchise brand with more than 25 corporate-owned stores or more than 250 stores in total. Not be an ineligible business category as defined by the terms and conditions. So you can see which businesses are ineligible by clicking on the link on the website. Have its principal physical location in a county that receives majority, a major disaster declaration and qualifies for individual assistance. Uh, have been financially harmed by the disaster and incurred an uncovered loss. Agree to all grant program rules. So it's, it's so important to read, to read the rules, okay? So not reading rules can cost you money, okay? I've seen it every day, even with the grants that we give out. Incur applicable disaster-related damages or losses that equal or exceed $5,000, okay? So your losses must... Uh, equal or exceed $5,000. And there's more information on this program. Again, again, as a reminder, this is a partnership between the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and FedEx. It's a simple process to go through. It took me a little bit of time to go through everything and get my application in, download my preparedness checklist uh, and work on it. So you can work on your checklist with you and your team uh, to make sure that you are prepared. So again, this is one of many programs that are launching like this. So as more programs launch, I will continue to keep all of you all updated on these programs. Again, uh, this is a year that we're focusing on financial freedom, right? If you want financial freedom, like let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments. If you, if you want financial free, freedom, put free in the comments for me. So that, that's, we're bringing you content that is going to help you get there, okay? And what a shame would it be if you you achieve success, financial success in your business and impacting your business, but you did not prepare for a disaster and it all went away. Disasters happen every single day. You never know when it's going to come knocking on your door. Uh, none of us knew COVID was going to be what COVID was. They thought after a week it would be gone or after a month it, it would be gone. COVID is still here and it's 2023. And we it, we it was declared a disaster in March of 2020, okay? So again, more and more programs are launching, launching like this. So I just want you all to get prepared, get your business in order. 
and uh, so that you can take advantage of these programs should a disaster hit, okay? Uh, please also take advantage of other grant programs I mentioned here, uh, other fund, uh, capital funding uh, programs are available to support your business, whether you're a solopreneur, whether you are a for-profit business, or whether you're a nonprofit. Uh, if, if this is something uh, that you benefited from and you benefit from SheBoss Talk, I would just ask you to subscribe, follow us, stay plugged in. That's so important. It's not enough to hit the subscribe or follow and you're not plugged in to what we're, it is that we're doing uh, because we're doing big things over here and it's all to impact you and your small business. That's why we're here. All of our programs, all of our services, every pit, every uh, how, every shopping guide we launch, every pitch competition we launch, every event we have, every grant program that we launch is all here to benefit the community. So it's up to you to take advantage of it. And so we're launching more and more programs and we're getting more and more corporate partnerships. And it's, again, it's all for you all. So, but if you're not plugged in, then you won't even know when these things are happening to be able to take advantage of the opportunities. So please look out. We've already made notification um, of our uh, um, what we have coming up for Black History Month, Black, our Black uh, Business uh, uh, Shopping Guide. A sign-up is already out and in the works. So check our Facebook page for that or on our email list. Check your email and your spam. If you are on our email list, first come, first serve to get your business promoted, get your business put out there to our network. I mean, we have over, we have millions of viewers across all of our platforms and you can leverage that for your business, okay? We have a pitch competition coming up in, in February for Black History Month, the I Am Black Pitch Competition. This is our second year doing it, Okay. And we have many partners that are coming on uh, to help fund the many programs that we want to provide to you all. So again, get ready, be ready, uh, because we're looking, we're looking to you provide more uh, for programs for you, and also to partner with businesses that are ready. I mean, you're talking about we're going, we're going at pursuing multi-million dollar opportunities, and we can't do it alone. So who do we reach out to first? those that are in our community. And then when we reach out, you have to be ready. Don't be one that we reach out to. We're giving you an opportunity and you're not ready. Get ready, use our resources, use our tools, use our network, leverage our network to build yours and to build your business and build your brands. That's why we are here. We are here to support your success. And we have declared that this is gonna, 2023 is an epic year for all of us and all that are connected to us. And we are making money in our business. We're making greater impact in our business and we're building wealth. So if that's what you're doing and that's what you want to do and continue to do, then stay connected to the community. Become part of the community. Becoming part of is not just me. It's not just my team. It's all of us working collectively together to be successful and go make a greater impact. Okay. So I hope this has been helpful for you all. Thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact and have a wonderful day.